Hello, good afternoon. My name is Adeswa, and I'm the convener of uh, the Caregiver Story. Now, the Caregiver Story was born because of my experience caregiving, and uh, the experience had to be taking care of my mom, who was a cancer patient, God bless her soul, and um, I was able to relate with other caregivers see their experiences and then watch what they had to pull through mentally physically it wasn't an easy task but um as they say when your only option is strength showing that one person you love that you're there i don't think um weakness has to be involved although it drained me mentally drained me i asked myself so many questions i didn't seem to come to the fact of my own based reality when um, she passed and I looked at it and I saw that um, I'm not different from other caregivers I'm not better and people needed help people needed help I saw that there was a, 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 a huge gap between the people who, who who spend their time taking care of people most of them were all family members so it was more or less like people only care when you're sick and when you're down it's only your family members who care you are left with just your family members and which is not so we 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 can also give hope to people who are sick and hope to people who take care of these family members who are sick for the caregiver's story my aim and uh, goal is to bridge the gap between um, caregiving and uh, making sure that other people who are terminally ill have hope it necessarily doesn't mean to be just your family members people need support like i've seen people sometimes the same family members who are with you are the same family members who have to cater for you when you're ill get you drugs get you get you food even go outside to search for money so who is there with that patient in my own case, uh, which was just me, shout out to my family members who always came around and all that. But at some point, we need to understand the fact that we are all humans and this thing can happen to anybody. And when you're ill, when you're down, no matter the money you have, no matter wherever you think you know people and all that, health is wealth, everything, your life takes a pause. So, um, caregiving doesn't just have to deal with just uh, family members. We need to give hope to other people. As long as you're human, like people need help, people need assistance. People need to see that they are not left alone when they can't help themselves. And people need to be carried along with others, irrespective of either their blood or family members and all that. So, I've been caregiver story has been creating awareness telling different stories of caregivers what their experiences were how they were able to pull through how they were able to see it's not easy seeing that one person you love or people you love or even a human at uh, at most uh, a human because we are all human beings suffer so much pain and you know that you can help the person chemo alone chemo alone is is one dreadful 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 process that breaks like 
my mom then did chemo every three weeks and i knew immediately after her chemo two days after is always hell always hell for me and always hell for her because her system always fights back her system fighting back means she throwing up she being so restless and at that point she needs somebody so we 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 just need to be there for people when they're when when they're away so i just feel at different times we can help each other at different times we can show other people hope at different times we can show people that yes they are not alone and we really care even if there is nothing they can offer to us at that point my personal experience as a caregiver will be from 2016 to first august 2018 when my mom passed um, she had series of chemotherapy radiotherapy hospital here and there in and out people coming to say we have this that can cure you people coming to say go to this pastor go to that pastor there were just so many myths and so many people talking here and there but at the end of it all uh she passed god bless her soul and then i was able to see that uh, a lot has to be done medically and uh, doctors are heroes because the medical system in nigeria gives them little or nothing they can do so most times i i i actually appreciated doctors during this time because most of them went out of their way to see how they can help to make uh, everything uh, less difficult but hey our system isn't that fantastic yet and uh, there was little or much they can do and they tried their best so um caregiving i was with her all through her journey being her daughter and uh, i helped her also i also helped other patients at, at, at the point whereby i was with her in the hospital i met up with, up, up with other patients who couldn't pay their bills who couldn't buy drugs so it was practically i was not just taking care of her i was taking care of other people too who i can reach out to and that was what um, gave me the idea to see that uh, there are people who can help themselves there are people who can't even go to the hospital who can't even pay their bills who can't even do chemo who can't even do radiotherapy I can remember then a session for radiotherapy was 600,000 naira. And uh, how many people can do that? And there are different types of chemotherapy. There are chemotherapies will go for 300k for three, for every three weeks. Yeah. You spend, imagine spending 300k for every three weeks because there are some aggressive tumors, aggressive type of cancers that just um, keep, keep that needs to be uh, attacked aggressively. So people need support. People need to 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 be shown that uh, they can do better for themselves. And this is not the end, because most times, once people hear it's cancer, once people hear it's terminally ill, once people hear or hear it's a terminally ill um, disease, people give up. People, nobody wants to associate themselves with the patient deeply. Everybody just wants to pull away and all. So. Um, and at that point, that's not the time to do all of that. That's the time to show support, to show love, and to show people that, hey, we're here with you no matter what happens. So um, all of that, I had all of it. I actually thought about this uh, thing. I thought about it in my head. I didn't want to do it. But um, it kept coming back to my head. Like, 
you have already started this and uh, most times it broke me seeing people who couldn't help themselves seeing people who didn't call for this who didn't call for this and it was happening to them and and in most cases the people they had around there were family members so um, I had I, I had a scenario of, uh, of of someone whose husband was with her and he had to go to work because he couldn't say he has to, he can stop work because if he stops work where would the money for the treatment come from so most times he goes to work and he leaves his wife who had breast cancer all in the world in the eyes of other people to take care of them so what happens to we having a caregiver association or a caregiver camp a caregiver um, project or a campaign whereby people come around to help these guys when nobody is there for them the best thing you can give anybody who can help themselves is to show love and show support to give hope to others and let them understand the fact that they are not alone even in this trying time things will pass things will change but the memories and how you treat someone when the person can't even do anything back for you is what will linger forever why it is not a regular job i'll say why it's not a regular job yet is because there's no proper structure for it yet and people don't see the need for it and people think when someone is ill it's the duty of your family members to look after you not anybody else so if you're able to break this whole ideology of just family members allowing other people who actually care come around and take care of people I think that will go a long way to allowing people accept the fact that hey, as long as you're human, as long as as long as um, you're sick, you're human, you, we don't have to be connected by blood. Humanity is what brings us together. As long as that is standard, as long as that stands, we can we can help each other and make sure that uh, things change and uh, people can see that as a regular job and it first of all you have to be ready for it because it's not going to be an easy task it's going to drain you mentally physically and emotionally so it's something you have to be dedicated for something you have to make up your mind that hey you know what through thick and thin i'm going to do this because sometimes the patients are going to annoy you the hospital people are going to annoy you the nurses doctors sometimes different things are going to happen but are you really ready for it? It's not just something you start up. It's not just something you start up and at the middle of it or you say, you know what, I'm not doing this again because I'm drained. No. It's a, it's something once you start, you know you have to finish. So basically, I think uh, Nigerians need to understand the fact that, hey, you can't do this on your own. There are people who need help also. And uh, there are people who are also ready to help. And they mustn't be your family members. Okay, my ongoing project is the caregiver story. This caregiver story is the body whereby we share experiences as caregivers and uh, create awareness of people from people who took care of terminally ill patients and cancer patients. But um, the reach out process and the reach out uh, form is uh, the caregiver project, whereby we try as much as possible to reach out to caregivers who are taking care of terminally ill patients and cancer patients because. In as much as uh, there are thousand and one terminally ill cases, but the major, major um, terminally ill sickness, which is mostly common now, is 
cancer and cancer is rising so fast cancer is growing so fast and uh, it breaks me to see, even see little children who know nothing so far about that so far it breaks me to see little children who know nothing so far this um, particular ailment and uh, it can happen to just anybody it's not written on your face nobody speaks one of the days they say ah you are suffering this because you did that and because you did that no it's not the time to to say this is where it came from or that is where it came from it's a time to act fast because in some i've seen people in some cases first of all they say ah it's from this so let's do tribal let's do traditional means of uh, attacking this issue and at that point you're buying you're wasting time and when treating cancer time is not what you have because these are these, these are abnormal cells that are growing rapidly so you need to attack as fast as possible so the caregiver project which is um which uh, we're trying to raise funds for the month of uh, august you can follow us on um at the caregiver story on instagram and use the hashtag the caregiver project we're trying to raise funds for people and uh try to see what we can do for them with these funds basically pay for chemotherapy sessions if possible also do radiotherapy pay hospital bills get people their basic needs who are in the hospitals because most times cancer is one cancer is one expensive sickness like you keep spending you keep money is never enough you keep spending and people need support people need to 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 show that hey um, we're here for you so the caregiver project is going to reach out to those people especially uh our, our hospitals and focus is going to be the national hospital Abuja. so um come august after raising funds in the month of uh come september after raising funds in the month of august we'll reach out to people in uh, national hospital cancer patients caregivers and make sure um they're shown love and support and also um we also, they also they're also building a cancer cancer ward a cancer ward also because uh, as i then the female surgical units and the male surgical unit were mostly filled with cancer patients so like everywhere i could count the then during my stay i stayed with her for one month before she passed and uh, i can say vividly that i counted over 20 people who passed to cancer for that month so you're greeting somebody good morning doesn't mean you're going to greet the person good afternoon tomorrow good evening you're seeing this person coming in at this point it could just the person could just be leaving at any point and the person might not leave with the caregiver i can remember a scenario of a woman who came with her daughter and the woman also had breast cancer the, the lady came and they had no money they didn't have what to do they didn't know what to do her, her family the woman's husband's family were already chasing her her daughter and insulting her that they're spending her, their father's money on um, their mother so uh, their father was late but his family members didn't take care of the wives and even his properties they had to because their mother is this their mother is that so they're spending all the money on her Eventually, the, the hospital said that the woman's case had grown to a stage four breast cancer, and there was nothing they could do about her. That they had to go home. 
the little girl broke down in tears she was just she, she should be about 19 years of age yes 19 years of age just her and her mother carrying her mother all around eventually they told the daughter to take the mother home and they had to go so the daughter just stepped out to get a cab so that she could her mother home and the worst happened her mother passed before she could get a taxi and she didn't go home with her mother she cried all hours and cried that the basic thing now is that she doesn't even have a helper she didn't know who to run to what to do we tried to see what we could do for her and the best she could do was to call her pastor she called her pastor and other church members and uh, most people came around and see they, they tried to see what they could do for her and place her mother in the mortuary so there are different cases like that there are so many things happening to people and um, we could make it a point of contact whereby people who have first nobody people who are suffering are trying to help themselves financially and people who are mentally down because it, it takes a whole lot of strength to be a caregiver you have to be strong you have to because there are several times you're going to break down i can remember so many times the doctor would tell me to leave not because he didn't want me to see what was happening but because he felt that i was i was going to lose it mentally after the whole scenario and which i did for months i didn't want to talk to anybody for months i just stayed in my room for months even till now some things don't even make sense to me i'm not interested in anything but hey life has to go on one and two you have to seek strength from your experiences and not make them your weaknesses so how many people can stand that how many people understand the fact that hey we have to be strong so showing support to people and showing people that you actually love them will go a long way